like WF. WF? Yeah, you want to be WF from now on? Yeah, BQ sounds so fucking edgy. (laughs) BJ, you know, it sounds edgy. That doesn't sound as great. Is this is that's, this that's, that's a woke slippery pussy slope. shit? No, that's a slippery slope, though. Yeah, like Betty White right. made the mistake of dying the same, around the same time Rob Bruce <laughs> did in my world. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him, Steve, Dave. Hello and welcome to this week's first of 22 edition. I'm here with the BQ. Hello. And I'm here with Walt Flanagan. I like WF. WF? Yeah, you want to be WF from now on? Yeah, BQ sounds so fucking edgy. (laughs) BJ, you know, it sounds edgy. That doesn't sound as great. (laughs) It it can work, though, when the right person's saying it. Right. WF. WF. It's a harder, like like BQ and BJ kind of... Roll. Yes. WF sounds a little harder, like a little tougher, even maybe a little bit. Yeah, well, like, like EF Hutton, like you better listen up, asshole. <laughs> yeah, those are some fucking hard, you know, words there. Wall Flanagan, WF. Yeah, that's what a lot of people are going by initials. Like they call uh, Tom Brady TB. You know, and yeah. I don't know if you've been following the, the news queue. There's a lot of big news about uh, you know Antonio Brown and uh, Tom Brady, and they all refer to each other by their initials AB. Yeah. Uh, B.A., which is Bruce Arians, and T.B. So if you don't know your, your initial lingo, you're lost when you're reading these articles. So maybe that's a, well, you that's mean, a you, good thing. You mean, an, yeah, initial lingo. Got you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. W.F., you got it, bud. <laughs> I read T.B. was smashing iPads recently. <laughs> True? Yeah, T.B. got caught on camera smashing an iPad during the middle of a game. What? What, what, what set him off? Uh, they were getting crushed by the Saints, and uh, he was looking at the cut. Like, he goes back to the bench after he threw a pick. And he's looking at the coverage, and I guess he's mad at himself for you know for making a stupid throw that you know that caused the pick, and he just took the. It's a surface. You ever hear that? Like the I don't know why the. Yeah. It's like, like a. It's it's not an iPad. It's, it's not a, really. It's, an, like, it, it's, yeah, an, it's like the Microsoft like surface, yeah, right? And um, I guess the NFL was like, if you smash another iPad, uh, you're going to get fined because that's not what we want to do to our sponsors. Because it looks oh. like it's flimsy, and it looks like something that is disposable. When you when they see a guy like of his stature just throwing him around like, yeah, like garbage. <laughs> but at the same, that- at the same time though, it's like a child could break it. Like what? what like <laughs> do they really think like? Oh my god! It yeah. takes us fucking practically a superhero to break our iPad. I mean, I've dropped my phone no less than two like like on a on a seat. Not on a seat on a cushion and it cracked. So these <laughs> things are prone to to breaking, you know, easily. Yeah. Does he is he known for that? Is he a tantrum sidelines type of guy? Like oh yeah, he's got a he. They say he's a very poor sport. Doesn't shake hands when he loses. uh, Throws a little bit of a of a temper tantrum uh, when things don't go his way. Um, You know, but 
So he acts the way we all want to act. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who? I mean, is there? Can anybody here right now say they've never thrown a little mini tantrum and broken a door? <laughs> Or, or put a hole, or, or put a, a hole in the sheetrock. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're looking at me, but I feel like you're not talking to me. <laughs> I mean, I've done it. I mean, I, I remember. Yeah, I've like, done it. I've thrown something at a tree in my backyard, you know, because I was just so pissed. Um, trying to knock the tree down, couldn't do it, but I felt like I could. Yeah, it'll work out. It, it is weird when an inanimate object feels like just because there's something in our brain, right, where we get annoyed or angry and it feels like an inanimate object has offended or insulted us. <laughs> Isn't it a weird feeling? Like I've had it where I'm like, this fucking thing, and like that's it. Like, I, it's like I'll break it. I don't care if i got to buy a new one. Like fuck oh, yeah. this when thing. When you're putting something together, like you just get something you know, in the mail and you got – and fucking – God forbid if I have to put it together. And, and then I spend two hours putting it together and I realize I put it together backwards. Yeah. Like, you know, and, right. then, and then you got to take it all apart again. I'd, I'd rather just break it into a million pieces. I always do that with furniture. <laughs> like I'll get like a little like, uh, like nightstand table and I'll like screw it so that like the screws come up through the top. Yep. And I'm like, this fucking piece of shit. <laughs> Even though it has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I definitely have dyslexia though when it comes to instructions on putting things together. Like any kind of assembly, you can bet. I'll put it together backwards, even though I'm reading the instructions. Right. It has to be a form of dyslexia. Yeah. Man. <laughs> so uh, 2022, Walt. How's it treating you so far? Personally, not that bad, you know. But it's seemingly everybody else is uh, taking it on chin in 2022. So far, not so great for some no, people. Definitely not. We have right, uh, Rob Bruce. Well, we got Rob Bruce, who, like, I have yeah. to say, I was. Slightly amused that in my little world, the death of Rob Bruce factored in way more heavily than the death of Betty White. Like, <laughs> sure, yeah. Like Betty White right. made the mistake of dying the same, around the same time Rob Bruce <laughs> did in my world. <laughs> she got eclipsed. That's great. Now, um, Robert was on an early episode of Tell Him Steve Day. He was on a couple early ones. He, one where he was the being interviewed by us on Overkill because he had seen an angel. And he had I seen, that. I think, the Jersey Devil. So, because I was racking my brain, I was like, "Did BQ ever meet Rob Bruce?" I, and then I was oh, like, "Oh, fuck you!" Yeah, plenty he of did. times. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But it, like initially, when the news broke, I was like, "Well, I got to tell BQ," and I'm like, "Well, I don't even know if you met him." But then I realized later on, "Oh, yeah, you did. You many times, probably." Many times. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a run when 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 you guys were making the show where I saw him every week because yeah. he was just around. Yeah. Do you have any yeah. um, any RB? Memories? Uh, I mean, I don't think anything specific that would shine new light on the guy. Like, all my interactions were like conversations about what everybody else talked to him about, comics and toys and, you know, traffic. Uh, <laughs> but I liked him. Like, I, I, I did like him. I know, I know that he, you know, if – like some people were irritated if he was around too much, mm-hmm. um, but I never really hit that that point with him. I think sometimes, like I was trying to think of it, I'm like, some, was sometimes he laughed too much while we were recording. Is that right, or am yeah. I making that up in he my ha- head? He ha- I mean, and this is coming from me. <laughs> this is coming from me. So like, he had an annoying laugh, and he had a cackle. <laughs> he had a cackle. <laughs> so if yeah. I'm saying you got an annoying laugh, it's a, it's it's got to be a, a problem then, but. Right. Yeah, I yeah. I liked the guy. I genuinely I liked him. Liked him. I like he was always son. nice to me. Yeah. His son was a good kid. I always liked his son and, and and I think I liked Rob Bruce 
once I met the son and liked the kid, I think I even liked the father more because I was like, oh, that's he's like kind of a you know, yeah, cool a little dad. version. I liked Rob. Yeah, he was a and, little version of Robert. And then the last time I saw Rob was after like I came into the store and. There was a story about him punching Mike in the back of the head or something like that, and I was like, and that was the last time I saw Rob. I never saw him again. Yeah, that's we we did a we did a little tribute pod. Uh, me, Brian, and Brian Michelle. We asked Ming, but Ming was at a con; he couldn't make it. Um, you know, to to do a little pod for the family's benefit. You know how we do the cochlear. Uh, yeah, yeah. The pods. That was yep. the plan here is like we would do this little podcast for the Bruce family and they could put it up on Bandcamp and 100% of the proceeds will then go to oh, the family. Wow. And um, I talked a little bit about, you know, that guilt. I, I Not a little guilt. I have a little bit of guilt about kind of ostracizing Robert in some misspent sense of, of loyalty after the punch. Mm-hmm. I didn't talk to him for over a year. And then when I did run into him, he was immediately nice to me and wasn't like he wasn't like awkward or holding a grudge or trying to like defend himself. It was just like as if it didn't happen. And I felt a little bad and then realized that I was like, I'm really not mad at this guy. Uh, there's no reason for me to be right to be holding wow. something against him. You know that because somebody else got bitch slapped. <laughs> <laughs> I I never even heard the story. Like, we never talked like, about it on TSD because yeah. out of, again, out of uh, some form of loyalty, I felt like you know because I don't agree with what he did. That is not the way you handle no. yourself. You don't go around no. punching people when things don't go your way. But yeah, it was just a clusterfuck. And but I I'm glad though that when I I saw him, I talked to him, and I saw him again a, a couple other times before he passed. I remember the last time I I had a conversation with him. It was a nice conversation. We were laughing, and I I made a purchase from something from him that I needed for the Patreon content. And you know, it, I'm glad I didn't not see him and didn't talk to him because of that. At least I got to. Yeah, kind of make make him feel like, hey, dude, I don't hold anything against you for what happened. Well, that's good. Yeah, I mean, that's just me being. That's just my selfish way of looking at things. When now because he's gone, I guess I try to somehow make it more digestible to me. Is that what it is? Like, because <laughs> like, I thought the same thing. I was like, wow, I had just seen him a week before, but before that, who's the? I don't I can't remember the last time well, I'd you, spoken to yeah, him. Yeah, but talked I to mean, him. you would have little reasons. For, I mean, I would literally see the man walking down the street. And I didn't talk to him. Ooh. Yeah, because, again, I was like, I, I had a Ooh. sense of loyalty and friendship. I was like, yeah, my friend. <laughs> I would want you guys to do that, though. But I would, I would do that for you. Right? I would, like, if somebody, someone pops you and you don't know about it, that guy's dead <laughs> yeah. to me. I, you're right. You're you know, right. and I, but in retrospect, though, like I said, like for hindsight being 2020, <laughs> shouldn't have did that, probably. I didn't need to do that. Yeah. And I feel. <laughs> I feel like, you know, like I'm glad though that I didn't – that personally, again, I don't know. Like I said, but it, this is all about me though, you know, and I, I hate that when someone passes away and I'm making it about myself. They're like, well, at least I talked to him. At least we, we had a conversation and we laughed together. But what else well, do I got? I mean, uh, yeah, that's what I mean. I don't think that's – what you, you can't talk about it from his perspective. He doesn't even have a perspective anymore. Right. I mean it's like, it's like you just got to let it go. 
Yeah, I think it was more the pandemic. Like, I wouldn't have not talked to him because of that story. Like, I heard he punched Mike in the back of the head, and I was like, no. That's fine. <laughs> I remember how I felt. But I started laughing. I was like, that's crazy. What? <laughs> like, why would he do that? And then nobody – I'd like – Nobody ever told me a single detail of the story. So I just knew he punched Mike in the back of the well, head. It, it was some, because some um, Kevin was down and they were having a signing event uh, for Kevin. He was signing something. And we filtered the crowd to see Kevin into the back door of the old stash, 35 Broad Street. Mm-hmm. And I guess uh, I was in front of the store. And Robert came to the back of the store and wanted to pop his head in and say hello to Kevin. Cool. And Mike said he couldn't come in. And I guess, you know, Mike taking that stance, uh, that power stance, I guess made Robert feel a little, um, a little emasculated on the, in front of the fans who were waiting again. I guess because Robert felt like, hey, I want to go in and say hello to Kevin. And Mike was like, you can't go in. And uh, this really pissed off Robert. And then that was on a Saturday. And then, oh, on, a, then on a Monday morning, I guess uh, Robert confronted him and, you know, it, not de-escalated, escalated into uh, an, a shouting match that was ended with a light fisticuffs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! But why do you think Mike wouldn't let him in? Or you can't speak well, to it? You have no uh, idea. I, I I don't know what the exactly what happened. Like I said, because I was running the register in front of the store. But my guess would be he just because of their distaste for each other. I, I can't. Yeah, I just didn't like him. Just didn't like him, and you know and. Oh, power tripping? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Although, listen to this week's uh, I Sell Comics, and you'll see a totally different side. Eventually, uh, evidently, they had made amends, and they were best buddies, and uh, there was a lot of things said that I uh, I wasn't aware of. But, I mean, isn't that what I'm doing, though? And I'm like, well, at least I talked to him, and I know he knows that I wasn't mad at him. I don't know that. But, like, in my head, I'm trying to make this neat little... I'm, like I'm, like I'm making a bed and it's like perfectly made here like and there's it's there's no yeah. messiness and I'm but in my head maybe he did resent that I just kind of like didn't talk to him anymore after that. It doesn't sound like it. No, it didn't. Yeah, but what, I'm just mostly confused by one thing. Like, bro, you said you listened to I sell comics. Uh, yeah, the first like 15 minutes of it, and there was a a glowing tribute from people that I'm like, I don't believe this is the way it was. I mean, I didn't. I, I I can't say for sure that they had made amends, but even Ming, who is Mike's business partner and podcast partner, <laughs> seemed taken aback when Mike said that uh, they had made amends and everything was cool. Wow. Well, I mean, look, I don't. I don't you know, I don't think Mike's guys might get a lot like bald face lie about that. What's the point? Well, I think people like to soften it a little when people die. It's like you don't want to be known as the guy who's like, I fucking hated him to the end. Like otherwise, yeah, I, dis- I, I, I disagree with that statement. I want people. Yeah, I, I know you. <laughs> oh, there are people out there. That- <laughs> they know. I know. And soon I didn't the fucking to the grave digger will know. I didn't listen to the episode that you're referring to, but you know, I think join the rest of the world. <laughs> I- <laughs> but if there was a little bit of like. Um, spin going on because of um a, a man is no longer with us i can almost identify with it because not identify but i can almost understand why because like you said nobody wants to be that guy who is like i hated him to the end you know i mean it, it's, right. it's tough to be i mean although i agree with you though like there's a person and like i was telling get him i was like there's a person that when they die i'm not going to 
ever say uh, like try to spin it of a, like what you do when someone because you there's no harm in not liking somebody. There's no, no like you, there's no like there's no like there's no shame in that. Like if you just don't like somebody, you don't get along. But I would never go online and try to paint a picture that you know that wasn't the real picture though, just because they're not around anymore. Yeah, that's right. that's yeah. I think there was some some light spinning. Probably because of guilt. Probably because yeah. you like it. It's it's, it's natural to feel guilty. Yeah, exactly. Like wow, like yeah. I I could have dropped it, and it could have been nothing. But well, look. I mean, according to the story I just heard, I one hundred percent think that. Look, I, Mike was being a little petty for sure, and but still, if a guy. Cheap shotted me from the back of the head. Exactly. I, I, I don't know that I would be I like. I don't expect yeah, him to I, forgive him. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't be. I wouldn't be like you have to forgive him or you're a jerk if you don't forgive him. Like that. If you find forgiveness in your heart, good for you. But if you don't, you shouldn't be judged for uh, you know being a, a a rotten person because of that. Yeah, I agree. I think I think up to the end, Mike was like, you know what? Fuck that guy. He fucking. He cheap shotted me from behind mm-hmm. for something that I did. Like I would, I would understand it. I would understand holding that grudge. But, yeah, but then, who, am I, who am I to judge? Yeah, but I will say this: once you sprinkle on the fact that he was so fucking petty about letting him in, then then some people might shift. Might be like, oh, he fucking deserved the shot to the back of the head. He's 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 he he denied a producer on Kevin Smith's TV show <laughs> entrance to just pop his head in and say hello. Something he wouldn't have done to anybody else. There's no other yeah. producers on that show. I don't even think there's a fucking PA he would have done it to. Yeah. <laughs> but but let's all right. I like going back and forth here, right? Uh, but let's go back to Mike and be like, well, fuck it. If you got the power, use it, baby. <laughs> like, why not? <laughs> fucking humiliate your nemesis in front of people. Like, why? Like, how many chances in life do you actually get to do that? But Q, with great power comes great responsibility. This is true. Uh, we could say that Mike wasn't very superhero-ish that day. And he did have a he did have a that mighty was his responsibility. Uncle ben <laughs> <laughs> Just guard, guarding a, a a door next to a stinking dumpster. Like his, his Uncle Ben moment. Uh, wow. Well, that's. I hope Mike. You know, I hope they did find find peace and stuff like that. I I wouldn't want Mike. You know, uh, even though I don't I don't really see Mike. As much as I used to, let's say, but uh, but you know, I wouldn't want Mike to be walking around with like a head full of regret and bad bad feelings. Yeah, yeah what are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, really? Yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> uh, well, there's no doubt that Mike's gonna hear this, so I just want to say, you know, for the record, <laughs> that's how I feel, Mike. I, uh... <laughs> then, what about Betty White, though? Did you ever meet Betty White? I didn't, man. I did. I never got to meet her. That would have been cool. And you were a, a mega fan of, of of her and on Golden Girls, right? Yeah, I lo- yeah, I loved her. I'd always hoped we tried to get her in to do a couple of things with this one here or there, but she understandably was like, "I'm in my 90s. I'm not flying to New York to do something." And you know, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, she was great. I mean, she was really like, it was. She never. I, I was a big fan of her. It's a legit big, not like these people coming out of the woodwork now where right. fucking everybody's a Betty White fan. That's what I'm going to say. Does that piss you off? Because it's like, I mean, that's a little bit of the gatekeeper coming out in you, but that's okay. <laughs> Fuck it. I've always no, said no. we're gatekeepers and we should never fucking be ashamed of it. No, we keep them gates. <laughs> no, it's, it's, I think, I think it speaks a lot to, I think it speaks to a lot too. Sal said a quote once, I think about Robin Williams and it, and it really, it stuck with me a lot, but it's just like when you die and the fucking entire world mourns you like they know you, 
you know, you're a pretty special person, I think, and and I think she was. I think she was. Absolutely. I mean, but like I said, but by bringing up the um, bandwagoners who are like, who are like, oh, I love Betty White. It's so ironic. I'm in my 20s and I love Betty White. Did you ever see an episode of Mary Tyler Moore? Fuck off if you haven't. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that you're a fan of Betty White. Their their entire touchstone is Golden Girls on some sort yeah, exactly. of um, in syndication. Yeah. Otherwise, right, they wouldn't know you, who the fuck Betty White was. They wouldn't know like her sto- long and storied uh, career. Yeah, yeah, but that's I, like I, saying you, that's that's like saying you only know Jesus from the Bible. Like it's okay. <laughs> like he like that. You know, I mean, Golden Girls is is good enough and still awesome enough to to do that. That's so saying it's all nice. Mm. And then you get people who are, are overshadowed to the point where, like, it's not even in the headlines. Like, Peter Bogdanovich died. Yeah. Uh, Sidney Portier died. Yes. Yeah, and, like, I saw that way down like, in the list of, like, shit yeah. going on. I've heard of uh, Sidney Portier. Mm-hmm. I'm not Peter who? Peter Bogdanovich. He was, uh, he was a director, actor. He was in The Sopranos. He was Jennifer Melfi's uh, psychiatrist. Okay, no, I can't put a face to the name then. No, like, big time. What was this big movie you directed? Uh, Last Picture Show. Oh, so he's talking old school. He's old school, okay. yeah. 60s, 70s. What's yeah. His, what's his oh, he might have been even older, yeah. No, I meant the decade. Oh, yeah, probably 70s. Yeah. Probably 70s, maybe a little into the 80s a little bit. I think he might have directed Star 80, which is a fucking great movie. Let me look that up real fast while we're talking. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, a lot of celebrity deaths coming down the pike and. It's just getting started. We're fucking barely a weekend. I know. We're losing legends. Honestly, I didn't know Sidney Poitier was still alive. I, Me I guess he Was he like not healthy? Because was he like, I wonder if he had like dementia or something the last few years that he disappeared. Because he's another legend. Yeah. He, he's, you know, and great actor. and uh, But he hasn't been around lately. Uh, maybe he was sick. Decades, you would think. I, I would yeah. not have known he was still alive. For sure. Yeah. It is crazy. Like, I always said, like, when I was a kid, I was like, man, like, one day Harrison Ford's going to die or one day Bill Murray's going to die. And I, and I couldn't imagine it. And I'm like, now we're getting so close to these things that I'm like, oh, my God. Like, people are dying. Oh, when, when, when's my turn? Am I next? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be next. What'd you do for New Year's? Uh, what did I do for New Year's? Nothing. 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 Yeah, I mean, you know, New Year's is typically an amateur night, but with COVID and everything going on, I was just, I just stayed home. Cool. What, what am I going to do? Yeah, I didn't even get to do my uh, my yearly trip to uh, Troy's. Mary Beth wasn't feeling too well, and it was like, there's no, there's no at home COVID tests around to get. You can't yeah. buy them at a fucking grocery or at a pharmacy. So I was like, I don't know, rather. Then go and spread it around and fucking kill somebody. We uh, we took the oh, year why? off. She was sick with COVID. No, she didn't have COVID. But she she had a couple of the symptoms that looked like she may have. Uh, so yeah, no, it's just home. Better to uh, better to say. I played uh, I played uh, some games at my mother in law's. Some what board games. games. Uh, it was like a <laughs> hot dog. Belt. It was like a. <laughs> the hot dog sure belt. <laughs> yes, I brought the hot dog belt. <laughs> Put the punk in between the knees. <laughs> Who's first? Who's first? It was like a charade game where you you drew a card and you had like six things on a card that you had to act out. But we did it 
um, because it was me and my wife versus my mother-in-law and my my youngest daughter. And we did it where, like, if you couldn't act it out, then you could describe it without using the words. Okay. And, yeah, we did that, like, uh, probably for, like, you know, two and a half hours I played that game. And I was like, holy (laughs) shit, there's still six hours to the fucking ball drops? (laughs) (laughs) I had the... um I had that Key West cam. I was texting you a little bit about it, Brian. Right? Yeah. Like that night, like uh, I, there's this cam. I, there's this bar called Irish Kevin's in uh, Key West, and there's a, a bar called uh, Sloppy Joe's in Key West, and they both have these webcams, Walt. Mm-hmm. And I just put them on my TV, um, and just like as I walk about my day, it's like almost like my screensaver for my television type thing. And uh, I just fucking love watching people fucking <laughs> go and do their thing, and it gets so packed on New Year's Eve. Like yeah. it was like. There was like no co- – nobody gave a fuck about COVID. There wasn't a mask in sight. Like every- everybody was just packed in. So I watched the, the conch shell drop and stuff like that. It was fun. It was fun. I like watching people watching. Did it, did it make you wish you were there? Or were you like, no, nah, I don't want to be around all this t- all those people? I don't – I didn't ma- – it made me wish we didn't live now and I was there. Yeah. Right, right. But, but I, I no part of me was like, I should have went down there. Yeah. But I love it. I, it, it felt like – it felt like, you know – Sitting like in a bar with a window, looking out at people walking down the street. It was kind of fun. Yeah, I'm a I'm a sad, lonely person. <laughs> <laughs> I um we 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 decided just you know obviously she wasn't feeling that great, so we we decided to just stay in. So we were in bed, we're watching TV, and all of a sudden I hear like boom, 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 like on the door. I was like, what the fuck? It was like the cops were like like I got swatted or something. And uh, I go downstairs, and it's Eric and Edgar. Happy New Year! Well, no, not really. <laughs> no, because you know Eric had come down for the. Uh, what the fuck did you say? The Christmas <laughs> this is the fight. <laughs> Eric had come down for the Christmas break, so he was staying at Pam and Edgar's house. And I guess Eric went out with Darren and Darren's girlfriend, and maybe one other person. I'm not sure. And uh, Darren, you know. And this is like nine o'clock. I guess by this point he had too much to drink, and uh, he's not like he's not a fun drunk. He's not a fun sober guy. No, he's intense. Yeah, <laughs> he has an intensity about him. You're right. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's got a good sense of humor. I think he's so quick witted, and he and both your brothers are man. They're, I really like them, but that motherfucker is intense. Mm-hmm. You can say the wrong thing, and you know that. Like you know, you're getting smacked in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm almost sad to hear he's not like like alcohol isn't doesn't do the opposite. It just magnifies that intensity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he wasn't drinking for a while too. Like I think he realized, like I, alcohol is not my friend. And uh, then I guess he started drinking again not too long ago. And um, there was I wasn't I can't I couldn't pin down what the argument was about. But it got to a point where Eric was like, "I'm just going to stay at your house because if I stay at Pam's, he might come up there, and I don't want to deal with him." And it was uh, that fucking harrowing. It was that yeah, it was that bad. So we rang in the we ended up ringing in the New Year with Eric. And like I didn't, have, my phone was upstairs. Like I didn't even hear it. Did but, you like, have Darren plans was, for a, a more romantic New Year's Eve to bring to drop the ball in a different way? Yeah, me trying to muscle her into a blowjob, and <laughs> she's like, "I don't feel well." <laughs> and this like, was, but it's New Year's. But this is a cramp in your plans. No, no, it definitely wasn't. We just we sat downstairs and shot the shit, and 
Darren was calling, but I wasn't picking up because I just don't want to deal with talking to a drunk person. I just don't. (laughs) And I know he's going to. And then he uh, he uh, was, I guess, on the phone with um, he called he called Eric. Eric picked up, but it was it was the girlfriend and she can hear she, he can hear Darren in the background yelling about how like Eric was suicidal and he was just looking out for him. And Eric's like, tell him to stop fucking saying that shit. <laughs> One, it's not true. Two, he's like, what does he want me to lose my fucking medical license or something? Like, like what is the matter with him? So that that's how that went. And this sounds like a fun fucking New Year's Eve, man. Like yeah, I'm playing was, games. My, my web my webcam was in the wrong spot. Right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> this sounds like an exciting like anything can happen New Year's Eve. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Mary Beth made some pretzel nuggets. We watched the the ball drop on uh, YouTube since I don't have cable. <laughs> oh. It was pixelating and freezing. Yeah, I'm like, what year is it? What year is it? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah oh, new, new year's 2022 that's how it was rung in and uh i don't think they spoke did, after uh after that no no not the yet lesson, the, the lesson of rob bruce had didn't they didn't learn that sometimes it's too late to, i don't to think make so up. not yet and then <laughs> on top of it when eric got home he got covid <laughs> or at least he thinks he has it because his uh his ex-wife went to some party and then was hanging around with her son who and the son lives with Eric, so he can you know for uh, school purposes and shit. So then uh, Eric thinks that he may have gotten it from him, but it's like you know since he's vaccinated, it's like it's little the, the, symptoms, the symptoms are very are, mild. Yeah, they're mild. mild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it crazy how many people have it? Like everybody I know, right, ha- has it or has someone that has it like right next to them. It's it's fucking nuts right now, man. They were saying I was watching uh, some scientists on on uh, a news program, and they were saying in six to eight weeks we're going to be in a far different place than we were where we are now, and it's going to be in a better place. But unfortunately, to get there, a whole hell of a lot of people are going to get infected. Oh yeah, but like in six to ten weeks, though, like with amount this amount of infections, they're talking. Like it's going to really drop down the, the numbers then as it, as it, as it tries to find new hosts that won't be able to find any. Great. But yeah, that's, that's what these two scientists were saying. And uh, But they were also saying like this isn't a good thing though because you know, so many people are going to get infected between now and then though because there's just no stopping it right now. It's like – I mean now when I, I scoffed at Gideon when he said that we had Omnicrom version of it. But I think he was probably right, me and Ginnum. Yeah, he had mono weeks. too. I don't. I don't know if I told you guys that. All right, this is getting a little bit too suspicious. <laughs> <laughs> we also got he AIDS. <laughs> I don't know if I mentioned the that. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how do you get mono in, in today's day? And I was only teasing. We didn't have mono. <laughs> oh. Uh, before we get into the big news. I have to tell you about some Yundies. Mm-mm-mm. We have bigger news? We got big news? Yeah, I think we got big news. I mean, a lot of people are calling it big news. We'll address it after this. All right. Are you someone who says new year, new me, but that have no idea where to even begin changing things because you're already so perfect? Well, lucky for us, MeUndies says, don't change, but maybe change those undies. Give us your 22... Give us your 2022 and underwear drawer, the update it deserves with the most fun and comfortable undies in the world. All right. Come on, man. 
We've been talking about MeUndies for years now. I don't know what more I can say. I'm wearing a pair of MeUndies, regular MeUndies, and on top of that, MeUndies Long Jones. Really? Yep. It is pretty fucking cold out here. That's a good idea. You can gift them if you want. Mary Beth gets so many fucking MeUndies. We get MeUndies packages all the time. Like... I finally fucking paid off the tax, man, and now I'm like, okay, we can look for a house. We're gonna need to buy a like build a fucking tent out of micromodal if she doesn't stop buying this shit. It's fucking crazy. That's oh, she's she- buying it. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought yeah. she was like getting my stuff. No, yeah, she's in fucking boxers and shit. <laughs> walking around. <laughs> <It's> just rerouting <laughs> my shit. Yeah. To her. I'm like, well, you're getting friendly. Uh, so uh, someone why said refresh your underwear drawer and you'll refresh your life with super soft undies, socks, bralettes that come in everything from classic to adventurous prints. And you can build a collection that not only makes you feel comfortable, but also expresses your personality. All right. So keep the refresh going all year with the MeUndies membership, a subscription that sends new styles right to your door with site-wide savings and exclusive sales. You'll automatically pay less for everything. We need to pay less for everything. The government's fucking screwing us up the ass, man. They're taking every dime we got. MeUndies is out there to help us combat that. Yandis has a great offer for listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. So to get 15% off your free order, free ship to get 15% off your first order. Free shipping and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to Myundies.com slash T-E-S-D. That's Myundies.com slash T-E-S-D. Um, yeah, okay, so that's Myundies. Now, uh, well, the big news, Q, is your news, of yeah. course. People have been uh, bothering me. Bothering this, you? This, uh, this, is, this Joker's news. Oh, uh, Joe, Joe leaving the show. Joe leaving the show, and I don't. What, I don't yeah. I'm like, what do you want me to say to you other than what you fucking just read in Variety or or Daily Hollywood Reporter or whatever the <laughs> fuck? What do you What do you think I know? Yeah, I don't. This I don't. Seems know. pretty straightforward. I mean, look, uh, I, the only thing I'll say that's new information is like I was fucking shocked when I found out too. You know, you know what I mean? Right. Like I didn't. I didn't necessarily see that coming, but. You know, he's 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 a friend and I, I'm not going to talk about his personal life, which is clearly where he's gone to dwell now. So it is what it is. But, yeah, we, we you know, I could talk about the show. Happy to talk about the show, um, which is we're back to work and we're finding, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, it's like, look, man, it's a fucking is initially we didn't even know, you know, we're like, can we even. Is this even worth doing without Joe? But like, you just look at it and you're like, "Yeah, I, I want to keep doing it. Like, I don't want to not do it just because. Like, if I left the show, I wouldn't want the guys to stop just just because I left, type thing. And 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 now, and look, like, fuck, man. Like, there are so many negatives to Joe not being there. Like, we're losing a comedic powerhouse and stuff. But like, there's nothing we can do, I guess, than just. Accept that it is what it is and give ourselves permission to have fun. And once I got through that feeling, um, it's been a fucking blast. It's like, it's almost like a new show now. Isn't that weird? Like, it's like a fucking, you know, he was so instrumental behind the scenes and that's just gone now. So it's like this new vacuum that you can only fill in parts of it here and there and everywhere. And it's like, but dude, like, <clears throat> the show, it's going to be a fucking it's going to be a bit weirder 
yeah. show going forward, man. Yeah, like I'm, I'm able to get like a little more of my shit. Like you know, you know how I like how it should have been from the beginning. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. The show was successful because the four of us complimented each other's parts and then blocked perhaps some negative parts of each other. You know what I mean? This week um, Q takes a shit on someone's grave. <laughs> no, nothing like that. No, no, no. It's not, it's not going full. Tell him Steve, Dave, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I am getting in some like fun, weird shit now. And it, it's a new, like it's kind of revitalized the show. I think this is actually going to give the show legs that it, that we're getting tired. If, if that makes sense. Right, because the the show had a format, the show had a formula, and that's what you did. And now it forces you to think in different ways. Dude, I was in like a two-hour meeting about the opening credits the other day. I was like, when the fuck did I – I don't think I ever cared about the opening credits. I, you know what I mean? I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, but we're, we're like thoughtfully rethinking the entire like show. And like now we're like, well, fuck, the biggest change has already happened. So we could start making little adjustments to the actual format to allow us – because there was always things that we wanted to do, but we couldn't do because it just didn't fit on Impractical Jokers in the format. And now I'm just like, well, fuck it, let's let's start breaking format here and there. I, I think people, I think people are gonna fucking. I, I mean, I wouldn't do it if I didn't think people were gonna like it. I think people are gonna be really surprised at, at what we end up doing. It's gonna be great. I mean, I'm more invested and more involved and having more fun than I've had in in a long time. So it's good. Well, that's good to hear. From that, yeah. from that angle. Right. <laughs> from that angle. Yeah, you know what I mean? How's like, the challenges like, of uh, trying to do it? Now you're back to filming yet or no? We, we start filming next week. So yeah. the, there's are a lot of challenges with, with Omnicrom? No, I mean, nothing we didn't deal with last year. Like when we shot those the first part of the season last year. Oh, okay. We dealt in COVID. It's, it's you know, just tr- follow the science and, and just – Every, there's very specific rules and stuff like that, which we already learned how to work around. So I don't think that it'll... Okay. I didn't know if there was yeah. more restrictions or more things that like from this year that from last year. No, about okay. the same. And like you said, I think I, I, I'm, I'm hoping this summer will be a little bit different because we have, you know, nine episodes to shoot with season nine still and then 17 or 18 episodes with season 10. So we're going to be shooting for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. So hopefully it, it chills out a little bit. Yeah, but hopefully, yeah, they, they, a lot of scientists think it will, you know, it will, yeah. di- it will die down a little bit when it gets a little warmer and, and yeah, yeah, I would just say, you know, anybody listening who watches the show, like, you know, Hey, stick with us. <laughs> hey, you remember your pals, the other three <laughs> st- stick with us, stick with us. Uh, yeah, no, it's going to be good. And my, my other philosophy too, is just like. All right, let's say season 10 is the last season, which I, in my heart of hearts, don't think it will be. I'm like, I'd rather, if we have this runway and we know we have 27 episodes to make, let's just fucking go balls to the wall and, and, and like really <laughs> fucking go, you know what I mean? Like, like fucking go for it. Cause if it is the last season, look, if it's, if it doesn't work and it's the last season, at least I went out doing fucking shit. That I want, you know, yeah. it's probably gonna be the, in terms of me, the most pure season of me getting a fuck like I want to fuck, like type stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas, um, so and if it works, even fucking better. And if it doesn't, hey man, I went out doing doing it that way. So I think it's gonna be great. All right. Well, the official word. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. You know, that's. I don't know if that sounded like. I didn't have you think have you done this. any press about this before this? No. Oh, so this is an exclusive. It's a scoop. <laughs> this is an exclusive. <laughs> we could get picked up by major 
news organizations, though, right? Um, or Good Morning America. <laughs> yeah, Coda and, and Kathy or whatever the fuck their name is. Yeah, are. it's like Candyman. I don't want to say it. And then they fucking <laughs> gotcha. show up. Gotcha. We'll come. Yeah. But that, that's that. Yeah, so, you know, I, I, I know some you know, the ants uh, would be curious about it, but, sure. there's re- you know, there's, there's really nothing to add. I like reading – I like reading the message boards on like news sites, like the comments and shit. Oh yeah. Because everybody knows what happened. Everybody knows oh, why yeah. it happened. Everybody knows what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I don't it's, even fucking know what the hell happened and I'm in the middle of it. So I don't know. What to, yeah. yeah. It's really so, interesting you know, to see people, uh, speculate, uh, but as if it were fact. Yeah. What do you, I mean, people are, people are always going to do that. And it's just like, I mean, you know, I get it. I, I, you know, I, I, what else are you going to do? Everybody's in their fucking house. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I don't even fucking understand the whole thing. But when the, when have I ever understood anything? It's good though. It's good that it, it keeps on keeping on though. That's what we like to see. Yeah. 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 It's, my... it's, it's great. It's going to be everything that people love minus something, but plus more. Right. So, you know, that's all. I had this. This uh, story I wanted to ask you about, Walt, because you're uh, you're the resident sports guy. Okay. And now it's not fucking coming up, of course. <laughs> but it was uh, it was about this girls' team in Connecticut that I guess they got fucking romped big time. Like it was what like kind of sport? It was uh, girls' basketball. Okay. And it was like ninety four to zero or something like that, or ninety four to four or something like that. And they suspended the coach. Oh, for running the score up? For running the score like that. And the school apologized for for letting the score run up. Mm. Now, is this, is that's, this that's, that's a woke slippery pussy slope. shit? No, that's a slippery slope, though, because on one hand, you know, that's the stuff that Disney movies are made of. Because next year, that team that got beat 94 to 4, that f- gives them fuel to to now make them pay in the rematch, you know, mm-hmm. the next time they meet, where a bunch of, you know, like um, square pegs who can't fit in any hole, they come together misfits, right? You know, who only scored four points. Now they score enough to win in the rematch, though. Now you've taken that away, though, because of the suspension and the because fucking of the bullshit apology and, and the, not running the score. We're up. sorry. We're sorry. You guys suck. You know, I mean, but you're also your pad and stats, though. You know, that isn't fair to previous like record holders of that school who may have. You know, are like okay, yeah, but you beat that team that could only score four points, though. Right. And you're, you know, so I get it. I see both sides of the story. I mean, who I was, wants to be a part of a team that gets trounced and then it gets picked up by national media? That uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that doesn't help either. So I, I would, I would imagine if I would just let that one, you know. Not made a big deal about that and hoped that the national media didn't pick it pick it up. Isn't it though? Like, because I was I, I kind of felt like, look, you're the coach of the team who's getting romped. Isn't it up to you to forfeit? To be like, look, I'm not going to embarrass my girls. You don't want to quit either, though. That's not a good sign either. All right, all right. Yeah. So, like, BQ, you're the coach. Yeah. Of the team that scored 94 is up 94 to four. What do you do? Yeah. I probably at some point in that slaughter go talk to the coach of the opposing team and be like, what do you want to do here? 
like, how, are you asking me to quit? Yeah, well, you wait. This is going to be like Disney. We're going to come back next year. All right, game on. Are you insinuating I quit, sir? Did I tell my girls to lie down? Hope you liked your job. (laughs) (laughs) Piece of shit. (laughs) There's no winning in anything you can say. All I said was, "What do you want to do here?" Like I didn't make a. I I asked a question. (laughs) All right, all right. Now you're the other coach. Yeah, you're the team with four points. You're the coach. What do you do? I think you just if you yell at the girls louder, they'll get out there and start winning some fucking like like scoring some points. Stop playing like girls. Yeah, like I think you doubled it. Like I don't think he was riding them hard enough. I think you really got to fucking gr- gr- you know you start grinding them down. Make, get them out. You start there. to distance yourself. Like you know you start going like you know I'm a much better coach than this. You start like saying that to the other coach, and you're like uh, I'm stuck with all these. I think I start yelling about how embarrassing they are to the players, but loud enough that everybody could hear me, so they they know that I that I have nothing to do with these fucking kids. You say real cold shit. Like, what is this a trial for the Special Olympics? What's going on, girls? Oh no, <laughs> you like that job? Uh, no, I mean in all seriousness. I mean, look, I, you know, you try and turn. I would imagine that anybody worth their salt is trying to turn that into a, a valuable lesson for them, right? I would think so. What about you, bro? You're, what if you're just a parent of one of the kids? You're a parent of the teen crushing. Are you? Oh, wait, I am? You're a parent of one of the girls on the team that's crushing the other team. Right. What do you hope? That, do you want, your, do you want your, the team that your daughter's on to continue? Or are you looking to take your foot off the pedal? Well, they had already pulled out like the second and third stringers. So even the people that suck on the team that's crushing – we're still keeping it up. Like the 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 team that that was getting crushed had no hope at all. Mm-hmm. I think I would just sit there and watch it. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't but think it's easier, like I would. I would much wanna, easier because oh, go ahead. Yeah, because I would want to go down to the coach and be like, "You should probably forfeit. Like, don't do this to these girls. <laughs> like, there, there's just no fucking way they're gonna like come out of this feeling anything but absolutely horrible." Mm-hmm. Um, but if I if I'm on the if I'm on the team getting crushed, yeah. I definitely say that to them. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, you, like, you say throw in the towel. I mean, no moss, no moss. Yeah, I mean, come on. They're almost up to 100 points. Oh, that's that's not good either. I'm like, usually girls basketball like gets up to 100 points over the course of four games. <laughs> that's the kind of shit that builds character like for later in life. Getting squashed? Yeah, because you you took it and you never yeah. you didn't bow. You took your beating and you just stood there and you just took it. And you didn't quit. You didn't run away. <laughs> just, just take it. <laughs> yeah, I'd write a lengthy Facebook post about how my daughter sucked. <laughs> just, it's distancing my... yourself from your daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. If I, I'm not the one who taught her. It's a coach. I guess it's her mother's fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a that's a tough one because I've seen we've seen that in real life before too. Like in high school, I remembered like teams getting trounced, like our, our girls' team getting trounced and. They, I mean, they just went on. What are you going to do? It's fucking. It's it's like junior high basketball. It's right. No, no, it's not the fucking NBA or WNBA. I, I'm bad. a I'm a believer though that like you just you'd never quit and you that's how you earn the respect. By quitting, you'll never get anybody's respect though. Yeah. You just continue to fight and uh, like I said, what a story it'll be when that team fucking rises and crushes that team. Ain't happening, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> But I when they do a, the movie, uh, 
take a little bit revisionist history. You know, they they change little things here and there, and then that team wins the second, the next rematch. Even though it probably yeah. didn't happen in real life. Yeah. Or you make it one of those. You know how like some sports movies take the tack that the team is so bad that even like a even like a single is enough for the team to celebrate. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it becomes an, it's almost like the end of, um, like yeah. animal house where, where the losers are like, we're fucking losers. Mm-hmm. Right. Bad news bears, right? News they, bears. they, they lost and they won in losing. They, they won. Yes. You know? Yeah. Like I mean, there's, there's a beauty there. Yeah. No, if you quit though, I don't think you do. I don't think it helps in any way, shape or form other than immediate, like it's over. The immediacy that it's over, but it's really not over. You're just going to keep hearing about it. You might be right. You know, I might, I, I might be rethinking this. It's, it would be a harsh lesson to learn that, like, look, your team is not good, and you're not helping them any because otherwise you'd be scoring. <laughs> I guess so. You suck too. But, but yeah, like, what's what's to be gained by throwing in the towel? Other than just like it, it stops. For that, you know, for that the pain stops. The pain stops. Yeah. But if, it, by God, if it gets picked up by the national media, though, then it's really horrible. Uh, and then everybody's on that. Like, there's no winner. Then, like, there's the people oh. that are like, "Fuck those fucking losers." Mm. And then there's the other people that are like, who, "Who?" Those jerks who ran up the score. Yeah, those assholes who ran up the score, showing off. Blah blah blah. Yeah. What kind of? What kind I, what, of? I'm sorry, Kyo. What kind of? Uh, like let's say you were involved in something like that, would you want to run up the score, or would you feel no, no, I wouldn't. My friend's daughter, the guy who directed the um, Practical Jokers movie, his his daughter is a she. I think she's in college now, or, or no high school. But she's high school. She's a great player. She's a very tall player, um, and she's so good that I. I she told me we, we were, I was out to dinner with the family that during games she will purposely ask to be taken out of the game. If she's showing up the other kids too much or, or will purposely t- pass the ball to her teammates to give them a chance just because sometimes she's that good. She'll like, mm-hmm. she'll, and I always thought I was very impressed. But like, uh, you know, this is, you're talking about a 14, 15 year old girl. Like I was uh, very impressed by that level of insight and kindness. So I would like to think that that's what I would do. Yeah, I'm 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 with you. I'd like to think I might do that, but You're an awfully competitive guy. I don't know <laughs> if I would. I feel like I fear that I would In be, your face. Yeah, I fear like like given that kind of like mastery over my opponent, uh, could I help myself to not continue to just go off? I mean, my wife on New Year's Eve was looking at me when she wanted, she was like, "Let my mother-in-law win a few rounds," and I was like, "No." <laughs> I was like, "Why? <laughs> why? Why do we need to throw the games?" Like, I mean, it's not like she's going to like feel any kind of accomplishment if I throw the charade round. <laughs> so I refuse to. Good for you. <laughs> Let that be a lesson to you. One of the one of the clues was pitter patter, and I was like, and I know my wife. I knew I I gave her such awesome clues, and she didn't get. And I th- I was like, you're you're not trying anymore. Oh, I think she's trying to throw the game. Yeah, because she didn't want to run oh, the score up. I wouldn't be happy about that. No, I mean, you guys got to be on the same page, man. Yeah, I told her that you know next year. She's not my she's not my partner. <laughs> You're not coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually uh the Connecticut High School suspended the basketball coach 
and apologizes after a 92 to 4 win through three quarters. The score was a whopping 80 to 0. <laughs> Oof. They didn't even get on the board. They didn't even get on the board. Um, the third year coach of the Sacred Heart Sharks has been suspended for one game as the dominant win did not align with the school's teachings and principles. But isn't the, isn't the object to win? I know they're like, oh, winning isn't everything. But if you're fucking playing a game, isn't winning everything? Yeah, but you're not playing at, at, at the family table with beloved family where you can like have fun and trash talk and shit like that. Like, I don't know if humiliation is, is especially is the young goal. girls who like it may, it may set yeah. them back, you know, it may hurt their development, you know, if, I don't know. Like some kids are going to be – like I said, it will be fuel for them to make themselves better. Some kids, it will just be like eh, the same for me. I can quit. Yeah. Yeah, neither way. It's fine, right? Yeah, I guess. But you don't know if that person who quit, maybe they, if they had stuck with it, maybe they would have become really good or whatever. Well, then they're a fucking loser and they don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Who are these kids? Where are they from? Uh, Connecticut. Take a quick ride up there, Q. Lift them around. Yeah. Give them the, the next big pep talk in the locker room. Yeah, I'm like, all right, ladies. <laughs> you guys fucked it up so far. <laughs> it's time for the fucking impractical He's in the girls' joke. locker room? <laughs> yeah. I'm the new coach. I got the whistle. I got the hat. Okay. I'm like, that's it, ladies. Like, this is the season. They're like, we fucking love that show. Joe's our favorite. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Why did you chase Joe away? <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> yeah, it seems like uh, that's just the way it was. Sacred- that's a good bit, though, right? If you could, if you could convince the school to like you're filling in as a coach, and the other school doesn't know, yeah, completely, uh, you know, do some bits in front of like to. I don't know. That would be, be hard. We- you're too. You're too. Your face is too <laughs> recognizable. Can't get away yeah, from we, it. Can you get some plastic gotta, surgery? Yeah. just make like the joker and cut my face off uh no yeah high schools we couldn't really matter the kids know too much you know we we need people that are a little defeated by life that aren't keeping their (laughs) eyes up you know we need like people in their 30s and 40s to to fuck with uh thinking about life and how hard it is and they don't notice the joking (laughs) what else do i got here that was last week nostradamus predictions Got uh, well, you know, I could talk about it real quickly because I know everybody wants to hear about it. I want to hear about in care of not in care of care of it's now officially 22, and now's the time to set your wellness routine. I need a wellness routine for 2022. I have mm. fallen so fucking far behind, it's disgusting. Uh, you got to prioritize your health care, allows your vitamin routine to be personal, easy, effective, and constantly evolving. I just signed up for this again. Stay on track with your health goals this year at New Year's thanks to Care-of's daily vitamin packs that make organization and your resolution easy to stick to every day. Their subscription service that ships high-quality, personalized vitamins and powders conveniently to your door every month. All you have to do is take a short, in-depth quiz about your health goals and lifestyle, get personally tailored recommendations based on your answers, and then you can stick with what Care-of recommends or change up your pack at any time. They're made from good-for-you, clean ingredients that are backed by the latest science and research so you can feel good about what's going on in your body. I uh, I let my vitamin regimen drop. I look at get him. I'm like, man, I wish I was in the same shape as him. Look at him. The man's a picture of health. <laughs> uh, so for 50% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and order code TESD50. 
50% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and order code TESD50. Come on. Get on it, man. It's the beginning of the year. It's time to make resolutions. And that is it for that. Um, Q, you know what I was wondering? What's that? With uh, the departure of Joe. I know that when like Artie left uh, the Howard Stern show – yeah, he the the seat was wasn't even cooled down before there were comics jumping in there trying to become trying to get the art sure. the arty chair. Did you guys find any comedians coming up and being like, "I'll be the Joker, I'll be the fourth Joker"? No, no, not really. We we got a lot of fans saying that, saying like, "I'll, I'll do it, I'll do it." Um, mm-hmm. But no, we haven't any had any. I mean, who could you even put in that fucking spot that wouldn't get slaughtered? That's I, a I, rough one. <laughs> yeah. I, but you know what? If I was a comedian I, and, and I, you know, I would be like, I'll fucking take it. I don't care. I'll take the slings and arrows to be on a hit TV show, you know, to, and get the chance to prove myself. But, uh, you know, th- those, I don't see that. I, I don't think we're rushing out to, you know, put anybody in that spot. You could never, you could never look at social media. Ever, if you were, if you jumped into that fourth spot. No, I mean, I'm already not looking at it. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I looked a little bit at first and it was, you know, it's only so much times you could read that you suck and that, you know, the show's <laughs> going to suck now and the show's over before you're like, all right. I mean, a lot of people are very, a lot, it, I have to be said, like, I, I wasn't surprised, but I was pleased by how many, like, you know, practical jokers fans who have always been a, a, a cut above have been like, Hey man, like I, you know, I'm, I'm supporting the three guys no matter what. Like we, you know, that, which I thought was cool, but a lot of people were also like, you know, throwing dirt on the coffin. Yeah, and you, you wonder why you wonder why it's like, look, this is, here's a decision that Joe made. Why do we got to take the brunt of all the hate and shit? <laughs> Uh, no, like I said, most people have been good, but it's just like, well, what do you want me to do? Like, I don't, I don't want to stop doing it. Right. What am I supposed to stop? Because somebody else wants to stop. I don't see just to get another TV show, like to pitch another TV show to try and make people laugh with my friends. I'm like, I already got it. Right. You know, a lot, a lot of the stuff I saw was, uh, was like in defense of Joe in terms of like. He had to do what he had to do. Fuck off, blah blah blah. I didn't see a lot of negative stuff. I mean, I saw a couple like Joe's the best, that kind of shit. But I didn't see really see a ton of negative stuff towards you guys or that the show shouldn't continue. Like I, now, pers- I personally didn't see a lot of that. No, I, not a lot. It was overwhelmingly people were positive, which was you know good to see. You want to see that, like I don't, you know, but um, but there was it was there. Yeah. <laughs> Some people make a point of like reaching out to you on to I I don't understand the people that are like well we could well I'm assuming that this isn't an easy time for you you either Brian but uh, I just thought I'd reach out to you online to tell you that you fucking suck and that the show sucks <laughs> and that it's not gonna, I, I like I see him and I'm just like but what like well, why would you I mean I guess like you want to take your time out of the day to fucking trying to upset me or rile me and and it's like uh, all right whatever i just mute them i don't even block them i just mute them that's that what are you gonna do there's nothing you can do the fuck am i gonna do (laughs) well (laughs) what am i gonna do if this doesn't work out though i was i saw something online and i know you have a number yeah you're you're a man who likes money and i know you have a number yeah yeah there was i saw a sign uh, uh, i mean an article 
My dad and okay. I pose nude together on OnlyFans, and we make a fortune. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> so, so me and my dad? So it's you and your dad, yeah. Here. Or just me, or I start an OnlyFans account. No, it's oh, well, yeah. it doesn't. It because, hardly looks like a dad. No, they look like yeah, like an older brother. It looks like an older brother, two muscle guys. Uh, yeah. But I was well, wondering if you have a number for you and your dad to pose nude together on OnlyFans. There's no number for me and my dad, but. <laughs> But if you told me, if you said to me, like, all right, Brian, if you start an OnlyFans account and, and like, show your f- ankles and feet mm. and, and you, you can make, like, a couple of thousand dollars a month, I'd be like, I'll do it. Yeah, I'll why it wouldn't sure. you? Why wouldn't I? Why on earth wouldn't I? Um, I'd, go, I'd, go, I'd go, like, five inches above the knee. But that's it. You can't you go know, much more than that wall. You say that when you begin, <laughs> but eventually – it's going higher. People are going to get tired of the knees. <laughs> yeah, they get tired of the knee. <laughs> and all of a sudden, uh, you compromise and you start uh, to like justify. And well, it's only the tip. <laughs> I'm only going to show the tip. I'm not going to show the whole thing. <laughs> That'd be great at OnlyFans with just the tip. Ah. <laughs> uh. Well, I mean, am I telling people it's me in this instance, or am I just doing it anonymously? I guess. Oh, you got you got to let you know, man. That's how you get all the all the views. Yeah, they're not going to just go for Joe Blow. They're going they they need BQ. <laughs> they need my feet, my ankles. Yeah, um, your tip. Oh, I would be. It would be. <laughs> it would be funny to see how much money I could do if I did that. It would be great. I would really want to know. Like, like in an alternate would, universe, it would be pretty Yeah. Funny. Like how much – I mean I wouldn't do it just just to do it because I don't want to – I hate making people pay for shit. That's so – that's – you know what I mean? Even though it's their money and if they want to pay to look at my fucking ankle, who am I to tell them no? But I just, I, I just don't want to take people's money for stupid shit. So – but I kind of do in this case. I want to see how much money I can make off it, just just so we can talk about it on this show. Well, they don't get carried away. It's half the money because your dad's getting the other half. <laughs> no, there's no amount I would do with my dad. <laughs> I but know. I would do it with Edgar. I would do it with Edgar. Me and Edgar do yeah. start an OnlyFans account. Yeah, that'd I would be do less that. awkward. <laughs> well, no, I, I, like I, it wouldn't be me and Edgar in compromising situations. It would be like me and Ed, like you know, like cute photos of me and Edgar. Fishing, you know, but nude. Like, uh, no, no. Like me and Edgar having a picnic, and it's, it looks like we're having a great time. Or me and Edgar like toasting, like at a bar, like like looking like we're laughing and, and posting. Right. Them. Me and me and Edgar fishing. There are people who uh, who would pay for it. Want to see Q and Bry's dad having fun? Like they never did. <laughs> you, pay, you're my only customer. Yeah, I was like, wow, that looks like a lot of fun, guys. When do you think he'll show the tip? <laughs> you want me to say tell us anything? Sure, go ahead. I, I just want to say uh, about the uh, about the Rob Bruce tribute pod. Um, we're go- we'll tweet when it's available. We'll tweet when it's available. What's your, yep. what's your Twitter, Brian? Uh, tell him Steve Dave. And uh, I'm at um, uh, Sunday Jeff and BQ. Maybe we can get a, a, a retweet when it's up. But, yeah, but it's going to be on Bandcamp. We're just with the, right now working out the details, trying to get the the the, um, the Rob Bruce family set up with a Bandcamp account. So you know they're handling the file. That's all we're handing off. But as soon as it's ready, we'll tweet it out, and I'm sure we'll announce it also on a future episode of Tell Him Steve Dave. Yeah, we'll let all you right. know where you can go to get it. 
I I wish you had told me. I would have I would have I would have been part of it. Like maybe can I record an intro for it or something? Or, yeah, or you know, absolutely. I, you yeah. know, again, I wasn't sure how much of a of um how much interaction you have with the man because I, I could I, I racked my brain and other than that overkill special I mean overkill episode I I didn't recall um if you had any interactions with with Robert but you know I'm sorry no it's all right I, I also don't want people to think that I was like I'm not doing that no no no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like I would have done it. I, I, yeah. <laughs> my my ass is covered. Yeah. <laughs> All right, great, excellent, great. 